Welcome to the Making After School Cool podcast, the link between research, practice, and theory for those interested in the activities youth are involved with during non-school hours. The Making After School Cool podcast is produced by Case for Kids, the division of Harris County Department of Education, and I'm your host, Mike Wilson. Today's episode of the Making After School Cool podcast focuses on project-based learning activities, is better known as PBL. Project-based learning is a student-centered method of instruction that involves an interactive teaching method which centers on the thought that students gain a deeper knowledge of a topic through cooperative investigation of a real-world issue or problem. Students learn about their topic by working for an extended period of time to investigate a complex question, challenge, or problem. It is a style of active learning opposed to paper-based or teacher-led instruction. To speak on this topic is Maria Perez, for the last six months, Maria has been working here with CASE as a project-based learning associate. In fact, I had the pleasure of assisting Maria with establishing a youth-oriented podcast created by kids. So to tell us about her experience uh, with project-based learning activities for youth is my guest, Maria. Maria, how's it going today? Good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing really, really well. I know it's a little bittersweet because you're leaving us, but yeah. you know, I'm glad we are having a chance to to chat. So mm -hmm. first I want to start off with what interested you the most regarding working with or in the after school field? So I've always worked with children in the classroom, summer programs, and even after school programs before. I worked at HISD tutoring students um, in after school for their, whenever they failed their STAR test during COVID, um, there was a law um, called HB 4545 and students had to come to after school, to the, an after school program in order to fulfill their credit for not passing the STAR exam. So I helped a lot during that. And I also even coached soccer after school when I did not know anything about soccer. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I just really found it interesting that in after school, students change a lot from being in the ordinary classroom. You see a different side of them come out of um, outside the classroom and they just become more personal with you. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you said coaching soccer because um, I actually was approached by a local YMCA once. They were needing some soccer, soccer coaches mm -hmm. and I've never played soccer either, but I did play basketball. So mm -hmm. uh, I actually coached soccer, but we had basketball plays. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kids just didn't know it so yeah there was two of us it was it was a I was the assistant coach so okay. at least I had somebody that led you know we had like our main coach but um, it was definitely interesting I, I never even found soccer as interesting as I do now yeah after, but yeah it, it was really fun <laughs> it was funny so what would you say are the benefits for involving students in project-based learning activities? I think the benefits of getting to know um, like your student during these projects is you get to know them, as I said, like in a personal level. You challenge them with their social skills, with their team building skills, and you just get them out of that comfort zone of just learning something through lecture. Instead, they're learning through proposing a question, researching. Um, so for example, for like the podcast, they have to come up with a topic as a team instead of just, you know, you doing it on your own. So I think 
seeing all of these components combined is like the best, one of the benefits of seeing students work on these projects. In your opinion, what are key essential elements needed for students to be successful when they're working in a project-based learning activity? The key essential elements are, like I said, challenge, a challenge like a, a question or a problem, uh, giving them that, and then and creating more questions of how to solve that or how to tackle this problem. And then um, just making your students feel like their project is authentic and is their project, like them owning it. I think those are key essentials. Also giving your student like a voice or a choice in their projects. Like for example, a lot of students were excited with the podcast because they're like, this is the first time that they get to choose like a topic like usually for essays um, they're more structured and so with pro with these projects they get to be creative and uh, get to choose what they want to talk about and other elements I would say is like make them reflect on their project um, revise their project and present their project which is essential now we we did talk a little bit about the project the uh, podcast project i mean that's kind of my little baby and i actually have fun working with you to get that off the ground with uh, the students can you tell us a little bit more about not only the pro uh, the podcast project but the other project you helped launch yeah so for kids day we have three projects the first one is space science which deals with elementary students they are learning about the solar system about Earth, the rotation. They are learning about how to build rocket launchers and rovers. So they're learning a lot, but they're in every lesson, they create a project. So let's just say the lesson focuses on the solar system. Then students will create a project at the end of the lesson. And that's basically what they do every week leading up to the culminating event. Students will build projects and either record or reflect on them. Um, and then the second kids day, uh, project is the podcast. Uh, the students create a podcast as a group. They write a script. They research their topic, interview other uh, professionals or people, and they edit their podcast and then present it at our culminating event, which is just a listening party. And then the Kids Day Entrepreneurship, that one, students create their own business. They create a product or service and they participate in a spring market. And that's usually our biggest Kids Day event, which we hosted here at our um, HCDE building. Now you mentioned that the kids were a little excited because they actually took ownership of their project and actually had voice in what exactly that project would be. How do you think the students reacted when they were given this type of opportunity? I think they really enjoyed taking ownership in their work. That's something that, like I said earlier, they don't really get to do that in school um, because usually teachers try to guide them into one method or one singular topic so that they're not all over the place. And that's the beauty in project-based learning is that they get to take um, their creativity skills and actually build off of them. And also it's just like team building, working with your friends. And I think they really enjoy that. And they just get to personalize their own project, which I think is the best thing that they enjoy from these. Now this next question is twofold. First, did you face any challenges getting the learning activities up and running? And secondly, did you notice if the students encountered any challenges with their projects? And if so, how did they address them? So I think the biggest challenge for students 
um, in the beginning is changing their their mindset of, you know, they're used to their teachers lecturing, them taking notes, and then, um, you know, them showing in their test or in a quiz what they've learned. And with project-based learning, you it's a you're learning through like you're learning it, and you're also creating and showing what you've learned, and so students have lots of ideas and it's hard for them to pinpoint what they want to do. So for example, I always go back to the podcast because it's, I think a lot of people really enjoyed that. A lot of students really enjoyed it. Um, but for example, in Kianda, Kianda's um, school at Chavez High School, we had talked to her and she had said that the students um, had lots of ideas, but they couldn't narrow down what they wanted to talk about in their podcast. So I think that was a challenge that they faced but she was able to direct them back to what the main focus is. It's like, what is your question? What are you researching? And who are you going to interview? Um, and so I, I think that's the way that they were able to maneuver through that challenge. But I think that was that was one of the biggest challenges for students. And I guess really one of the benefits for, for starting a project like this, because I believe that the Travis High School podcast, mm -hmm. um, I think they're going to continue it. Um, mm -hmm. I think, I think something, that was something that really got uh, in, engaged with and really got involved with. So uh, I, I definitely see them continuing to to publish it. And so, yeah, you kind of left your mark <laughs> yeah. on those students. Um, mm -hmm. What advice and resources would you recommend a person who would want to lead students in project-based activities? So I think the biggest advice is let your students reflect on their failures. Like this is a trial and error project none of these projects are going to look the same i noticed that like going to all the site visits like they were all very very different from one another um and that just reflects on the school and the students um so let them be creative let them problem solve work as a team because these are all skills students will need once they get their first real job um before we close are there any final thoughts well i was going to say also there's no model of how every project should look like. I think as long as students are learning these essential skills, I think that's what matters the most. Well, Maria, I have to say, you know, for me personally, I really enjoyed working with you. It was, it was a lot of fun. I liked watching you interact with the kids and then come up with some of these particular activities. So, you know, I wish you the best of luck in your future you endeavors. Good. You're extremely talented. So I, I think I see nothing but success for you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I definitely think I'll come back to Case, even if it's just for visiting or maybe come back, but we'll see. Okay. Well, you know, you're welcome. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. Maybe after school, cool. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Make an F School Cool podcast where our topic focused on project-based learning activities with my special guest, Maria Perez. Please join us for future episodes as we continue to explore issues relevant to the out-of-school time field.